welcome everyone to the Reader Copy Recap. It is Monday, November 29th, I think. And my name is Chris. I'm joined by my co-host Daniel. Yes, welcome everyone. You are joining us on episode uno of the Hawkeye TV show for our Reader Copy Recap here today. It is episode one, but it's not our first episode for this. That's right. Episode one, of course, the title being Never Meet Your Heroes. Uh, the show stars, hold your breath, <gasps> Jeremy Renner, Hedy Steinfeld, Tony Dalton, uh, Linda Cardellini, Simon Callow, Vera Faramiga, and Alaqua Cox. Did I hear Simon Cowell was in there? No, Simon Callow. Okay, yeah. Simon Cowell, yeah. Simon Cowell, Randy Jackson. Paul Abdul. Paul Abdul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got Blake Shelton. <laughs> <laughs> Gwen Stefani. Um, yeah, we did an episode zero. Yeah. Just to kind of catch everyone up on all things Clint Barton. That's right. But also we're introducing a bit of Kate Bishop. She's uh, she's coming into this series. So uh, also tune into our, our episode on the Hawkeye comic book to get a whole right. rundown idea of both characters. And what a way to introduce Kate Bishop in the MCU than that opening scene of the first episode. Yeah, it's not played by Haley Steinfeld yet. It's a uh, flashback to, right. what is it, year 2012. Mm-hmm. Attack on New York. Yeah. I love seeing scenes from old movies, but from a different point of view. I think this was a, a good job at that attempt. Yeah. yeah. I like that. They did this with like WandaVision. Oh, what, what did when they do When they're talking that? about like when um, they're kids and their parents died. Okay. Scene. Sure. We get to see it. They're just talking about it. So that's cool. But this opening shot, um, you really get to know the character of Kate Bishop and her family right away. And they're super rich. They're super rich. I was looking <laughs> at their, their penthouse. It looks like a better version of the Sanctum Santorum. It's like even <laughs> like their crown molding is even older than the Sanctum. Like, like I believe that. Th- they live in a like a penthouse mm-hmm. in New York, but it's like multi-level too. Was it? So I like, didn't notice. Oh yeah, there were stairs. You live in a skyscraper, but you have multi-floors of that skyscraper. Jeez, that's expensive, huh? And you got a great view of a Stark Tower. Oh, that's right. <laughs> right? Perfect view. Um, we get to learn though that they're falling on hard times, right? The something the parents going on, yeah they're arguing i mean the year sounds right it's 2012 just about possibly hit with the recession maybe <laughs> i don't know they're, they're they're worried about money troubles and then all of a sudden they're disrupted by the invasion of the Chitauri. Yes, that's right. And uh, we get some different shots. This mm. this comes from the point of view of a little girl, like looking up at these aliens attacking Earth. Yeah. It really points it in a different view, a scarier view to me, right? Like they're yeah. careening towards her. Mm-hmm. Like the whole side of her house is ripped open. Yeah. And you can see like Stark Tower and you can see that beam that's opening the portal and everything. Oh, did, can you? Yeah, okay. all that's really cool. And of course you see Hawkeye for the first time here where he is like like we were talking about this in the last episode but it's the part where he's like on the corner of the building right right I didn't know this was going to be in the show but that's the part I was talking about this is kind of the only taste of great action in that movie for Hawkeye so I think we had to use this scene maybe but he's like jumping over it's like this. the only time he's a hero yeah kind of pretty much <laughs> um, but it did make him look badass I gotta see with the Avengers music in the background mm. I love that feeling there's like a little diddly of it totally inspires her to learn how to uh, shoot archery she takes up like fencing she's all around wants to protect her mom now because now her dad has passed away yeah pretty tragic but it definitely inspires and motivates Kate and we jump to all the way in her college years right and I guess she and her friends want to play a little prank I think it's like a bet a little bet she's like an accomplished archer now yeah and they bet that she couldn't hit like the bell tower in her fancy ass college what is that like yeah Duke or something Harvard or something 
I don't know. Somewhere in that college, Mark Zuckerberg's inventing Facebook. Yeah. If you would have broken the bell tower, you would have broken the bell tower. <laughs> she climbs like the side of the building and like sneaks in. And at first, like she she hits it, but it doesn't make a sound. A little ding. Um, and then uh, she decides to MacGyver a whole new trick arrow right. to grip the rope and ring the bell. The question they had was like, does the bell swing or does the pendulum inside the bell swing? Yeah, the little metal thing in the middle. And I, I never really thought about it, but I guess bells work both ways. I think it depends if they're ground level or not. If they're ground level, I think you could shake the bell. But if you're the up bell. there, how the heck are you going to shake the bell? With like a rope. The rope's attached to the bell, does it? The not rope's look. attached to the top of the bell. And when you pull it, the whole bell swings. I don't believe that. How did that... Like it's above the... I don't think so. Yeah, it's above the bell, like at the middle. That doesn't make sense to the me. The top. How is it going to shake the bell? By pulling it, you pull it towards one side and then releasing it swings it the opposite way, like a bell. I'm with her friends. It makes sense to me. <laughs> you would shake the middle, obviously. Well, that's what she does because she hits it with the arrow. Um, and but I'm does... just also saying that you could, the bell could work the other way too. Not in this universe. I don't <laughs> see it happening. Uh, <laughs> but it does work. She um, accidentally, though, disrupts the bell and it comes crashing down. Like, why are you even doing this? What What is this made out of that ringing the bell will destroy the tower, which it's designed for that, to ring the bell? It's not made to get shot by an arrow, though. <laughs> okay, with a tennis ball in the end? It did ring the bell. Like, it had to be enough force to do that. I'm thinking, like, it's an ancient building. It would break. Okay, all right. I don't know. Um, it's enough for her to get kicked out of college, though. Yeah, I believe that. And then we catch up with Clint, finally. It's his show, freaking finally, and then he's uh, mm. at a musical play. It's the uh, with her with his family, like the kids, right? Yeah, and it's Rogers the Musical, Mister Rogers. <laughs> uh, it's the whole like uh, sequence of what we just saw was the attack on New York. Yeah, but uh, he is like not liking it at all. He's like, I don't need to. I've been, I've lived it. I don't need to watch it. Also, it's making a mockery of everything. Yeah, and he's feeling very, I don't know, emotional because there's an actor playing Natasha there. Right. Um, the world knows Natasha's gone, right? I mean, it was back in Voromir, but they know they're heroes. She's the most famous spy yeah. in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not around anymore. Yes. Um, and then there's a point where he's like, that guy wasn't even there and he's talking about Ant-Man. Freaking Ant-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he even turned off his freaking hearing aid to like, because he's like, I'm sick yeah. of this. I would be too. I don't think I would have liked that musical specifically. I, I would go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, we I've seen La La Land and I love that. Yeah. Do you say you're a fan of musicals? That's the only one I've really found I liked. And that's a freaking you know. Uh, there's different types of musical, right. right? So there's a musical like Les Mis where it's 100% sing songy. Like there's songs and then the the dialogue in between they're still singing it. Like it's not a song they're talking, but it still has a melody. And definitely it's a taste for the music too. It's like you're yeah. belting out for that type right. of play musical. And then there's musicals like like you said like La La Land or like Greece or something where there's just music that people sing in it but the story is moving on through like regular acting that's right I think I might like the second one you said the later one okay because I don't know if I like Les Miserables too too sad but I mean it's just that style of that play specifically if there was an Avengers musical I would watch it though like, you'd watch I, it I would kind of want this now 
I think they're turning too many things into plays. Friggin' Lion King, Spider Man. Yeah. I don't know if they're great. They're all great. Are they? I've never <laughs> seen a single one, so I can't I can't say. I can't say I did not like um You know how I know they're great. Hamilton. You know how I know they're so good is because they all take a flight together and they start singing on the plane. All <laughs> right. Those yeah. With James Corden. <laughs> Fun time. That's how you know they're good. I don't know. Hamilton, I could skip that. I didn't really like it that much. Oh, I, I, I watched it on Disney Plus. No, thank you. And like Clint's freaking tired of it. He even goes to take a piss and freaking says Thanos was right on the yeah. urinal. And then there's like a guy that's like wants to take a picture. It's just showing like he, though he is like an Avenger, he's like a part of the people. So he can't escape it. Whereas like, you know, when Tony Stark was an Avenger, he didn't have to deal with the people. He has a urinal on his jet. Yeah. Right. He's not, he's not amongst <laughs> the crowds. Thor is not even on this planet to be bugged by this. True, okay. But Jamie Renner, yes, he's an Avenger, but he also has to like go to the supermarket. He's a family man, right? Yeah, so he's still being bugged. He's the one that gets all of it now. Oh, that's true. I feel like everyone is kind of settling on him for a selfie. Yeah. Kind of sad. Okay. Uh, and they just decided to leave the musical because it sucks. I think it was great, but I think he just didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we catch up now with Kate Bishop. She's been gone from college now for a while, I guess. So she's getting kicked yeah. back home, right? She's getting sent home. She meets up with... Uh, her mom and she's saying like oh come straight home don't go to your apartment because i have like a surprise and the surprise is uh she's got a new boo thing uh jack jack, <laughs> jack uh obviously this is not just like the comics but because in the comics this guy's swordsman but he is clinton barton's mentor kind mm-hmm. of thing i think this guy is just like pompous rich guy no. or, or wants to be rich guy yeah i don't think he has a past of being in costume right he's just a guy that maybe like swords and maybe is a dick just a little too yeah he loves swords all right because when kate gets there she's like why is there like sword decorations i'm a swordsman <laughs> i do want to talk about the way they're dressed in this scene okay she's dressed like a wet bandit the way she, oh, kate she bishop is, kate bishop okay. yeah uh, she's freaking has like a coat and everything i know it's get. christmas time in new york was that just an easter egg or something because no, i also that's don't how you dress I don't get a uh, Zoomer fashion nowadays. What's, what'd you call it? Zoomer. What's Zoomer fashion? Young people. Because boomers are old people. How am I explaining this to you? Because I'm old people. <laughs> You're a boomer is the word. Zoomer. I thought by Zoomer you mean like they just use Zoom and have never met their coworkers. No, no, no. It just means young. It just means young. And I don't get the way they dress nowadays. The wet bandit is the is the look. I I get it. It's New York. It's Christmas time. She had a long train ride or whatever she, she had came holes from. in her jeans. It's New York. Yeah, but you still gotta look the part. All right. Okay. Hate it. <laughs> um. And then they're planning like a, they have to go to the, this big gala charity ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um. They go there and she Kate Bishop doesn't dress up. Well, she dresses up, but she's wearing like a tuxedo, like all black, like it's a funeral. What's up with that look, Kate? This, yeah. She dressed even worse now. <laughs> I thought, because uh, one of the waiters was like, get back to work, right? Yeah. And in my head, I almost like slipped like, wait, does she work there? <laughs> I thought she was like her mom made her do that or something, yeah. like get a part-time job, yeah. learn a lesson. But I think she's just trying to be angsty. And it turns out she looks like the, the waiters. Totally. Right. Um, even uh, this old creeper dude, Armand Duquesne. Mm-hmm. Love, the third. The third, yeah. I liked how you introduced himself. Armand? Armand Duquesne? <laughs> yeah. He's got a lot of chin. <laughs> like his whole face moves when he talks. Yeah, he can. <laughs> it's all the exercise he gets. Is 
<laughs> saying his name. But he lets it slip that um, Jack and his and her mom are engaged. Getting married, yes. They're not just hooking up. They're settling down. Yeah, right. And uh, she confronts them and she's like, I-, I didn't know how to tell you. Yeah. But uh, it's happening. Can't you be happy for me? Right, Kate? Mm-hmm. And so uh, she's kind of pissed off and leaves to get some air, right? Right. She... Uh, this is when we get to meet the dog first, right? Yes. But it's just chilling outside. Some random dog on the street, mm-hmm. right? Just stray. This dog, I know in the comic and the show, it's it's like missing an eye, right? Yeah, yes. Do you think the dog in real life is missing an eye? I don't know if um, maybe they did something to make it look like he's winking and is not missing an eye. You think it's CG'd? Oh, maybe that too. That could probably be easier. Because I, I would imagine it's very hard to teach a dog to just to close, wink. close one eye. <laughs> Look at them all. Did you know, fun fact, did you know dogs evolved to have eyebrow expressions so that humans would feed them? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, a little fun fact. Okay. Yeah. They didn't have that as wolves. Do cats have eyebrow expression? No, I don't think so. They just have That's the That's why they don't feed them. That's, That's like the truth. Them. Yes. I agree. Um, and then she comes back in to find her mother getting threatened by Armand in like the study, right? Yeah. Like there's an argument. We don't know. We can't hear what they're saying. Um, but there's something fishy going on. Yeah. Armand is the uncle of Jack. That's right. And I, I didn't put that together earlier. Like mm-hmm. I, what was he in relation? But yeah, they're both yeah. Duquesne. It's also like she, uh, he is family of Jack, but also like, I know Jack's like kind of a dick asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I don't really like care for him. I think both of them kind of suck. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, they're both kind of seedy underground socialites. I mean, well, look where they're headed. They're going to underground to a secret auction for mm. stolen material or yeah. accoutrement. One of them was a whole Triceratops skull. <laughs> Honestly, when I saw that, I thought there's better stuff coming. It's, it's not that impressive. Oh, I, I thought that was really cool. Could have picked it up. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd cop that. Um, a little something for the living room. Here's my thing. That's not old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me hear you. I I put it together, but for the audience, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's like Savage Land. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Like, uh, it's a Triceratops that, and they still exist in reality. Mm-hmm. There's a whole island of dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. There's a whole season of X Men about it. Yeah. That never ends. Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the next part is the Ronin sword. And this is where... Because they didn't really explain if the world knew who Ronin was or anything like that. But now they flat out say it like, yeah, Ronin, everyone knows there's a vigilante named Ronin killing like uh, all these like bad guys. They didn't know who's under the mask, but there's a dude. But there's a person doing that. Yeah, And they have recovered the sword and the the suit from like the Avengers base that was destroyed during Endgame. The way that it was a retractable sword made it look like a toy. I didn't like that that much but i get it for the scene they need to put it in their jacket and run out right the thing is when they presented it for auction it had uh, like a sheath like the where you put the sword was into. there that's but funny. it's like but it's retractable so like why do you need that it's like i retract it where do i put the sheath now that's is the, the sheath retractable <laughs> i don't pretty ridiculous okay yeah um and also she got caught real quick but she's a quick wit i think mm-hmm. there's showing to kate's being capable mm-hmm. in uh dealing with people right She's able to like, she almost like just mazes out of there and can't get caught. And then um, this is when the tracksuit mafia busts into the auction and causes like this whole ruckus. They're actually there not for the Ronin stuff, but for a watch. It looks like just a regular old watch too. I thought it was going to be their time watches. Maybe mm. that they that's what they're looking for, but look like just a Rolex or something. I think it's like a Tony Stark watch. Probably. expensive. So there might be some nanotech in there. I don't know. 
Okay. Um, but the explosion ex- explodes and yeah. people are running amok. Jack steals the sword and Kate jumps into the Ronin costume to save the day. She kind of like fights off the tracksuit guys. Right. And like everyone in the party is like leaving now. There's all this disruption. No one knows what's going on. And she leaves in the Ronin costume. Yeah. The yeah. whole digs, all the threads. As she leaves and everyone's, you know, going their, their way, she sees the dog is also getting kind of like scared of the whole right. mess and goes chasing it down. Mm-hmm. She saves the dog. This is uh, also from the comics, except in the comics, Clint saves the dog. Right. Of course. Yeah. He does this thing with a quarter to like distract the driver. It's oh. about to hit the car. As helps to hit the dog, but this time Kate is able to save it. She does like these flips too, so it shows like she knows martial arts, acrobatics. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah, she's a martial arts champion, right? Yeah. So she saves the dog, right? And then we jump back to Clint. He's at the hotel with the kids. Yeah, they were having Chinese dinner. Right. That that looked good. It looked good. Yeah. Do you think Chinese food in New York hits different? Uh, I think it takes longer to get a table. So what we learned from Seinfeld. If they can get your name right. Yeah. Yeah. But I bet it's good. It's got to be pretty good, huh? Yeah, I think it's different. Like, though it's still not authentic Chinese food, it's, like, different. Like, it's maybe, I don't want to say better, because I feel like Bay Area, California Chinese food is very good. I agree, yeah. But I, I want to try New York Chinese food, especially because, like, when it's in, like, a city, I feel like, I don't know, it's, like, dirtier and tastes better. You, well, you got to, <laughs> there's a little bit extra protein there, but also you got to... <laughs> To make it in the city, you got to work and be the best food around. So mm-hmm. I think it just tastes better. Yeah. Competition wise. Especially because like in the middle of nowhere, Chinese gangs will just barge in and with the 10 rings and destroy your whole restaurant. It's my Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> but the waiter goes up to Clint. It's like, you don't even have to pay because we know who you are. Yeah. And Clint at first doesn't want to do that. Like he wants to pay, but the waiter insists. I think he's like tired of the special attention mm-hmm. or just being reminded of kind of the trauma he went through yeah, being a hero. Yeah, he wants to just be a family man now. Yeah, he tried to retire so many times already. Yeah. Right. So they go back to the hotel, right? Yeah, after and, seeing the huge tree in New York and everything. Oh, right, yeah. They even say, like, what do you want to do? And it's like Christmas movie marathon, stuff like that. Ugly sweaters. Yeah. Uh, and he's all about it because he just wants to be with his kids. Yeah, it is kind of weird. He, I don't know if Jeremy Renner can play a dad very well. Uh, it's kind of fake. Like, yeah. He's like, he, even though these are his kids, he looks like the cool uncle. Right. It's like, okay. <laughs> Hey, kiddo. <laughs> um, do you know the the daughter that's in real life the daughter of one of the Russo brothers? Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. That kind of blows my mind. I thought he, she was related to Jeremy Renner in some way because they no. look a lot alike. No, I think. they don't. I think they do. She looks a lot like her dad, which is one of the Russo brothers. Okay. <laughs> which could be either one. They look alike. <laughs> well, they're brothers. Yeah. Um, so they go back to the hotel and then this is when he sees like footage of Haley Steinfeld as Ronan, like Everyone thinks Ronan's back. Yes. And he's he's pissed about this. Yeah. First off, someone is using his suit and he would try to leave that behind. Mm-hmm. Second, he's like, his Christmas is ruined now. Yeah. Right. He's got to take care of this and not hang out with his kids anymore. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Uh, Haley Steinfeld goes to check on Armand. That's right. And she goes to his place to make sure he's okay. He's not okay. It was in the library with a sword. <laughs> sword. <laughs> he's stabbed. He's dead. Uh, stabbed in the back bleed it out um and he also has like his own candy <laughs> yeah butterscotch yeah I thought that was really cool i would definitely take some of that candy but then um people see him see her there and they think ronan killed him right i mean something i think the, the like maid saw right yeah so she runs out of there just just trying to get home yeah. trying to get away from all of this right and the 
then this is when the tracksuit mafia catches up to her again. They're just on the street fighting it out, right? Like right. near like some, some cars or whatever. Up. Yeah. yeah. She's uh, trying to give her own, trying to fight off these guys. Right. But there's she's crowded now, right? Surrounded. Right. There's, she's outnumbered. Yeah. She's not as skilled. So she just runs into the van trying to lock herself into... I don't know, wait it out. Right. And then this is when Mr. Miyagi shows up and beats up Cobra Kai. <laughs> uh, Clint saves the day yeah. to beat up these this tracksuit mafia and uh, it grabs the criminal, Ronin, in the in the van to give him his a piece of his mind. Yeah. He takes her down the alley and he rips off the mask and he's about to like knock her out <laughs> yeah. and then realizes, oh, it's a girl. Like totally unexpected. A college-age girl. It's Kate Bishop and right. he's like, who the heck are you? Right. Yeah. And that's the end of of episode one yes um and she's like i would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you <laughs> like kids i really liked how they're folding in a lot of the comics with a lot of the stuff that they already have the baggage they already have from the movies true meaning yeah. the ronin stuff right there's a uh, different dynamics involved mm-hmm. he's a family man and he's right he, this again is more of his dirty laundry he's trying to take care of in the past yeah and he knows like ronin has enemies so anyone who's pretending to be ronin and might get you know caught up in that so he's also trying to protect whoever is doing it and little as you know it's kate bishop i don't know i'm curious if he's just angry that someone's running around i don't know if he wants to save whoever's in there i think he thinks it's like a legit criminal in there and is impersonating him yeah that's my guess I think it's a little of both. I think he wants no one to wear it. Just wants some answers. Yeah. But also like, kind of like, where did you even get this? Yeah. Thought it was destroyed. How was, was he not wearing it during the battle? Yeah. So he, I think, brought it to the Avengers compound because all that stuff was from the Avengers compound. Yeah. Right. The watch too. So he just had it there and then the explosion happened. Then someone else got like, he like had it in his room or something. Oh, he wasn't wearing it no, during the battle. No. Okay. And yeah. then the sword, he was using the sword or no? And end game was he using bow and arrow again at the end there was so much going on i can't tell you yeah, i think he was just running yeah <laughs> oh he was using the sword because he was holding the 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 iron man gauntlet right he was yeah okay he was running around with that and he was cutting down those alien guys that were chasing him in the in the tunnels i'll believe you because i can't say otherwise there's so many people passing around yeah <laughs> too many forward laterals with the infinity gauntlet <laughs> Uh, what did you think of the first episode? Did it kind of deliver or were you underwhelmed? I thought it delivered. I really liked it. I like the dynamic between the two of them so far as far well, getting to know Kate as yeah. for, for now and then Clint as far as learning why he has to jump back into it, right? Yeah. And where he, the state he's in now. He's trying to give it all up mm-hmm. and also uh, the trauma he's dealing with. How about you? What'd you think? Yeah, I, um, obviously there's some things that are different from the comics, but I, I think maybe there's things that we're assuming that might not be true yet like in the comics the dad is a villain right her dad but in the show the dad dies is he though is he though is he though? Yeah. So maybe he's we maybe he's alive somehow. Maybe he faked his death. You're right. Because there was some drama going on and he found a way out and he got out. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like he was arguing with the mom a lot. Wanted to get out of that. Yeah. Um, and then Jack, we know that character in the comics is swordsman, but in the show, like, is he really a villain? Like, is he really swordsman in the show? Like Armand was stabbed in the back with a sword and they're trying to allude that it's Jack. Is it though? It- <laughs> <laughs> It could be someone else. Uh, the person I'm most suspicious of is mm. 
Vera Farmiga, the, yeah. the mom. She seems like she's pretending she doesn't know stuff, but yes, she does. I think so. I think she's on the up and up. Or I, I should mean, say not on the up and up. She She's the head of like a whole security software thing. So yes. she knows secrets. Secrets. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust her. She's trying to raise a kid, but maybe, mm-hmm. you know... She's trying to figure out how to raise a kid and fund her life or whatever. So she has yeah. to do the hard stuff, right? right? Maybe under underground stuff. Yeah. So what I learned is there's only six episodes. There are. And really, we already got two this week. Yes. So there's only like a month left, like four more episodes. So this series is going to feel short, I think. It sounds like they're trying to make it before Christmas or something. Yeah. Keep the Christmas feel throughout. I think they definitely wanted to end it around Christmas, but also they wanted to get a lot of views during think. American Thanksgiving. Oh, so that's right. why they put, they didn't want to start it early, but they wanted to end it at the right time. So they pushed it too. So that way you can release two episodes at once. Just plopped it in between yeah. start and finish. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I wish it was longer. I'm really enjoying this so far. Yeah. It's maybe not uh, as impactful as the other shows, but more personal. Yeah. I hope there is something bigger at the end that connects it, everything and has more of an impact. Sure. Like Falcon Winter Soldier and Loki and WandaVision. Those change the future of mcu a lot yes whereas this one so far feels like it doesn't necessarily do that but we'll see maybe maybe we get to see more characters that we don't know about yet i'd like to see that uh there's some connections i learned about but we'll get into that in the next episode uh i'm liking it so far i'll say me too yeah um guys don't forget to please subscribe to the reader copy podcast uh we're gonna also recap the second episode and the third and fourth when they come out so you won't want to miss it just look us up on your podcast app Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter is where I can find us. We're at the Reader Copy Podcast. Let's chat. What did you guys think of the first episode of Hawkeye? We'll be dropping the second episode soon, so stay tuned for that. Until then, do you have an outro for this? Hulk, you know the secret word? Smash! Smash! Oh, God, that was so rough. I hated <laughs> <Okay>. that. <laughs> I'll, I'll stick to watching the real professionals do it. Oh, one day I'll be there up there, too. <laughs> <laughs> See you, guys. See ya. See ya.